0: Welcome. Welcome back to TSC Talks. Jill here, your host. Recorded a brief podcast with myself talking to get jumping back into this. So that's what you're going to hear. I'm sharing my thoughts on finding a cure, the whole notion that we are working to find a cure and what possibly is behind that. Some of the strings attached, some of the information that we might not always be receiving and all done from a place of love. I'm so glad to be back talking to you. I'm not sure how this is going to go going forward. I have some really interesting guests coming up and some plans that I will share. So stay tuned and so much love to all of you out there in listening land. Take it away, me, I guess. Jill here from TSC Talks. It has been a while and I am glad to be back here. I'm going to be posting some short videos here and there while I continue to formulate my next my next project or podcast. So I'm going to start talking about one of the things that has been on my mind recently since I've taken a pause and tried to make sense of what I was trying to get across with the podcast, which was really about asking basic questions about TSC and living with TSC and exposing the challenges, exposing the lived experience, exposing the gaps in the systems and the just utter devotion that one often has to have as an affected individual or a parent caregiver involved in the systems of care. So, you know, I expose that and TSC, if anybody's watching and does not know what it is, It is a genetic disease that causes benign tumors to grow in all the uh, organs of the body, or I wouldn't say all the organs, all the vital organs for sure. So it creates a lot of issues within various organs, particularly the brain and the kidneys to be two of the major organs. So if you didn't know what it was, and it's, uh, I think it's one in 6,000 live births that are diagnosed with tuberous sclerosis complex. It's, it's uh, very challenging in some, and some have very mild symptoms and might not even know they have it. So when you do have even a little bit of a challenge in our society with, you know, whether it's medical issues or educational issues, it tends to be magnified over time. And that is one of the problems with our systems of care. It's not necessarily invented to... um integrate over a lifetime and improve it's more to band-aid here and there and kind of just keep you keep you on the edge and not really stepping into your whole human being so what i wanted to talk about today is the idea about of finding a cure and i got involved with advocacy and um, volunteering in the TS Alliance, and this isn't to knock down any organizations. I'm just really stating my truth of what I've come to understand. And that is that it's not necessarily about finding a cure. And I'm saying these things, but it, because I feel like the people that are affected, the people in the communities that might be listening, uh, should have this information, should know the information, the behind the scenes, what they're devoting their time and energy to, because I didn't really understand it. And understanding is power and to move forward and have better treatments, better systems of care, better ways of supporting each other across our lifetimes, mind, body, and spirit, I think it's really important that we have as much information as possible. So this isn't about bad mouthing, being negative, it's about what am I, I've experienced and what I've come to understand and. Again, if it doesn't resonate with you, you think I'm full of crap, that's fine. I'm sure to many that are going to perceive this from a certain dimension, certain lens, yes, I will sound crazy and full of crap. So anyways, that being said, I'm going to talk about finding a cure. And I wrote this out earlier. And I think when I'm thinking about the whole finding a cure with nonprofits, with pharmaceutical companies, with our or institutions, research centers, we're all devoted to finding a cure for all these chronic illnesses, uh, Alzheimer's, you know, diabetes, cancer, of course. And then, you know, what I'm going to talk about from my perspective is the rare disease, um, particularly the lens I have is a caregiver, parent, for children, three children that have tuberous sclerosis complex. And so that this is from my perspective. And I feel like, the individuals that have the conditions are the batteries we are the batteries we are giving them the data we're the ones affected okay i'm speaking from the lens of somebody affected but also the entire the entire collective that goes along with the person and supports the person that's affected. And all these organizations, you know, we're kind of the, batter, the battery. We're giving the data, we're, we're continually creating the need, and we provide the experiment from which to get the data for one small outcome. For instance, if there's a pharmaceutical developed to treat one manifestation in one organ, so there's a, an improvement in that one setting but it's not considered in the larger context, how this piece, this this particular improvement or pharmaceutical or whatever it is, regimen is contributed to the whole, to the cure, to the insight needed to find a cure. And how can this happen when there's not data collected from the energetics of the manifestation, how it's experienced in the mind, body, and spirit. So that piece is not analyzed particularly when a pharmaceutical is developed, when these treatments are developed, they're only looking at like microscopic science in many ways, not tying it in to the rest of the system. And with a condition like TSC, you can imagine there's lots of treatments, lots of pharmaceuticals, benign tumors, benign quote unquote in all the vital organs of the body. So, you know, what I'm seeing is we're we're really band-aiding a lot of pieces and letting people think that this is contributing to finding a cure. And sure, we're getting clues, we're getting pieces, but we're not being told what's happening and we're not given access to all the information. We're not even allowed in our, we're operating on germ theory. So we're not pulling in information that might be useful from more terrain perspective, from the energetic perspective, from like polyvagal theory. I think that's coming in. And of course, the spiritual dimension, which up till recently has been really hard to quantify, but we're getting more and more clues about how that is a very important piece of who we are as human beings and how we work in nature and it's all connected. So everything's connected. And going back to my little talk here. So there's always missing information. All treatments, tests, and supportive services are lacking some piece that would join the whole range of understanding together. If we all work together and not and not rely on vet, invested in funding for companies that are clearly profiting breed oriented so they're all tapping us for for our ai ultimately and their goal is not necessarily to cure it it's to string us along the patients the whole collective marginal improvements not getting more is this celebrated extreme treatments like brain surgery are touted as the only option we are not we are not given information on any other options or other options are not understood through the lens of germ theory and other options that are not do not support this model for funding research are certainly not elaborated on. So once again, there we go. We're not given a lot of information. We're not given all the information. We're not given all the light. It's also to understand to understand the complexities of the interaction of mind, body, and spirit. It's kind of scary because a TSC is a perfect condition to for that to be latched onto by the powers that be right now to try to, extract the data without really helping the whole us evolve into whole humans, where we have the power to treat ourselves, to help ourselves, to come to love, of course, love ourselves, I think that that's where you know we're really falling down and we're not understanding that we've given away, we've outsourced everything that has to kind of come from the inside out. So going back to my little talk here. So again, I concerns about TSC being a perfect condition to really start to bring on the, the nanotech and the biosensors and the internet of bodies to get so many different pieces of information at the same time. And ultimately, you know, I see that leading down the road where we're getting the data, we're feeding the AI and constructing digital twins. So eventually we will be phased out. Now that's, there's a lot of steps in there and there's a lot more information that I am not sharing that is, will speak to that. You can check out the work of Allison McDowell. She's particularly strong on that. She's got a YouTube channel, wrenchinthegears.com is her website. So you can look into her if you're interested in understanding the connections of how we get from point A here to transhumanism to digital twinning, creating the robots and elimination. The technoc- technocracy kind of, there's a, phrase, there's a phrase about it that I wanted to include, but I forgot it. So don't want to keep you here too much longer. I appreciate you listening. I think what I have is worth worth to say, but I also know that we're busy. So, anyways, all this goes back to this band-aid idea where we're band-aiding here, we're band-aiding there, and we're not really looking long-term at the whole picture, at all the options of treatments, all the different ways of understanding medicine and the human body and spirituality and the quantum and how resonance and sound and all how it all works together here, frequency. That, those parts aren't studied by our medical system. And those parts are a huge part, I know, of chronic illness treatment. They are, they've been, in my experience, the larger part. It's the part where you go home from the doctor that's given you these treatments, and you sit down to dinner, and this person has this issue. That person has that issue. You know, there's somebody having a tantrum in one room, maybe a seizure in another. That's the piece where it depends on how you handle that. That also feeds into their functioning, the biological functioning, as well as we're learning, you know. And we've got the diet, the environment, our genetics, and then the, the inputs, the vaccines, the pharmaceuticals, and whether you perceive that as better or worse, it's all variables that aren't being sewn together. So, while I don't have any solutions, I feel like we have to hope, we have to, you know, we have to believe in love over fear i think that's the ultimate truth so tying this all together i think it's like a lot of smoke and mirrors so we're looking at like it looks like we're helping it looks like these organizations are helping and you know they help people fit back into the systems into the broken systems and in many ways they improve quality of life for people overwhelmingly but ultimately it's not meant to improve the full spectrum of quality of life for everyone affected by the condition over time we just to live in the unknown in some areas. And we have to move into our hearts to try to understand things, the lived experiences that have helped us open our hearts, open our hearts to love and to connect with other human beings here and now. That is the power that we have. And that is God-given, however you want to see it, source, higher, divine, inspired. And that's what's helped me walk through this. And I'm not I'm not going to say it was easy. Obviously, I've developed a podcast and talked about it quite a bit about the challenges, about other people have shared their challenges, and it's really rough. And a lot of it is out of our control, and it has been for a long time. And come to find out, it's not to our best benefit. So I think that we all need to be aware of that and continue to have conversations around how we can improve these things without feeling like we're selling our souls, we're selling our data, like we have no power. And again, we're always—I've said it before—we're always at the bottom of the power structure. We're always asking for help. We're always in need. We always need this service, that service, and that's—you know—it's not just chronic disease that has this situation. It's—it's it's our society, you know. It's keeping people weak and disempowered. So slowly, learning how we can help ourselves. Maybe we can't get off our pharmaceuticals, but we can certainly take our vitamin D. We can go outside. We can be in nature. We can ground ourselves. We can have a meditative practice. We can journal. We can—we can exercise. We can. together with people that uplift us we can deal with our problems in the here and now we cannot push them under and so you know these are all the things that are going to help us and i feel my heart goes out to the tsc community and so many within the communities because we are so there's just so many chances for us to feel guilt for us to feel shame for us to feel less than and what i see is like i've said i believe born into love, born from love. So people that came here with and have the TSC diagnosis and, you know, in my understanding, we choose, we choose our path so we can evolve. And that's a tough one. If they, they know that they're born into love and choose this incarnation and choose to really teach everyone else about what it means, what it means to love, what it means to love yourself as someone who's not exactly perfect in the way we've, Define perfection and to travel through this lifetime and to just keep, you know, keep getting up and standing up and and just living and existing is just so powerful. And I've learned so much, so much more from the experience of being broken, of what might look less than or negative, or living in less than, like I don't have enough, or we don't have enough, or we'll never get enough that we, we do have enough. We always do. But also that we should be able to move forward with being able to empower ourselves bit by bit. You know more than you realize. You can talk to your doctors. You need to ask the questions. You need to come from a place of, I've lived this. I'm home living this. I'm the one 24-7 doing this. And you're, you're seeing a small snapshot. My dream is that all People that study a condition like TSC spend at least a month embedded living with a family that is, has a child or has someone in there that has this type of chronic disease where they're managing across all systems of care. They're pulling information and they're just challenged with traumas every day. I think that that experience for a medical student, perhaps, or in a you know social worker, or psychologist, um, however, we're moving into this new way of understanding through love over fear. That would be extremely compassionate. So, that's all I have to say right now. Look forward to some interesting podcasts and talks. I will be doing some interviews and whatnot. So, stay tuned. And so much love to all of you for walking walking through this world at this time and just staying in your heart and knowing that we're, we're going to do it. That's it.